Blog Talk Radio. Everybody to the One Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. Glad to be back in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Glad to be here on this hump day. It's been a long, it's been a long week. Uh, we're only at Wednesday. Um, had one of my employees at the real job have a, a meltdown on Thursday night, walked out in the middle of the shift, so I've been pulling doubles pretty much ever since then. Um, had an assistant manager decide they want to transfer to another store, so uh, short on that aspect as well. And they keep cutting labor. And uh, so it seems I'm the only store that keeps getting the short end of the stick on this. The highest volume, the busiest store with the most customers, most fuel, most sales. And uh, believe it or not, I'm not even, I don't even think top three labor hours at this point anymore. Um, so glad to be here. Glad to spend, get to spend this next hour in the Carolina Sports Plus studio, talking sports. Get to have my right hand, Mario, in the studio with me. Getting ready to get him plugged in here. Got a lot of things to jump into. We're, we've got it settled. We know who is going to be in the NBA Finals. We're going to talk about the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, that drug out a lot longer than I think all of us expected after uh, we watched it might be he go up 3 nothing in the series. Um uh, and then I got a couple other things I wanted to jump into. A couple, a couple questions I got from Mario. Um, a couple things I was thinking about today as we were getting ready for this show and uh, kind of winding down the basketball season, but we're not quite ready to get into the NFL season. So uh, just grabbing a few things to throw in the bag to talk about a little bit later on. But without any further ado, delay. Let's go ahead and get Mario in the studio. Mario, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm here. I am glad to be yeah. here. I am tired. I am worn down <laughs> between the uh, um, George Strait, Chris Stapleton concert on Saturday, and then I have a Dustin Lynch, another country artist, concert tomorrow night. Then you follow that up Friday night with a Dayton Dragons game, um, and then I think Saturday things get to finally slow down. 
It's been a busy uh, last seven days on top of everything. How is everything going at your end, and uh, um, what do you got coming up yourself? Well, it's going pretty good, going pretty good, ready to get this rain out the way over here in North Carolina. But uh, we've got some good things lined up this weekend. We're going to be at the the Hope Fest Carnival down here in Hope County in uh, Rayford, North Carolina. So uh, Carolina Sports Plus is going to be out there selling all types of goodies, you know what I mean, and, and uh, seeing the Ferris wheel up in the air and seeing the kids run around and seeing the adults uh, spend money, hopefully, you know. Most definitely. Speaking of Carolina Sports Plus, let them know where they can find Carolina Sports Plus. Physically, website, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you want to throw out there before we jump into some things. Okay, okay. You can check us out. You can check us out online at uh, carolinasportsplus.com. You can like us on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. You can like us on YouTube at Carolina Sports Plus. We've got a whole bunch of good things going on. We got raffles, we got good sales online, and uh, we're gl- I'm glad to be back in the with One Ten Nation, Sports Nation. There we go. I'm looking forward to uh, doing a giveaway. I'm still working out the details of uh, getting a One Ten Nation Sports, uh, uh, yeah, One Ten Nation Sports um, Cup. The goal is for us, what we're wanting to do here at the 110 Nation is every month in line with um, the Carolina Sports Plus Shoe Giveaway is be able to give away a cup that's got our logo on it, a nice design cup, um, a phenomenal cup. Um, costs us $20 to get our hands of. I have two customers that come in every day. Um, keeps ice um, uh, solid for hours. It's a, it's a great cup. Um, raffle tickets for you guys to get a chance to um, – with some shoes and then also some of the give away some of the product that uh, Mario sent me back with. So uh, that's that's what we're in the works with. I talked to the ladies this week. We're going to work on some things so we can uh, get on the ball and start doing the giveaway once a month of that stuff. Um, give you guys about a value of about $50 prize about once a month. So trying to get that together. Um, I did see that you was in the studio, and, I, and I'm not talking about the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about yeah. the uh, 104.5. Was it, did it used to be the heat? Didn't it used to be something else? Uh, I'm not too for sure. I'm not too for sure, but it, it used to be something else back in my younger days. I'm, but I'm not too for sure. But, yeah, I was in the studio. I was, in, uh, I was at the 104.5 uh, studio. And uh, they want me to come back in two weeks, so that's always a good thing, just to talk about, you know, good conversation, sports, and music. So, you know, we're going to be doing that on Tuesday, just something to sprinkle in, you know, pass on the good news. But, yeah, I was in there talking about sports and uh, what Carolina Sports Plus got going on. Uh, if you guys uh, have not caught that, first of all, if you guys follow his Instagram page, um, you guys can catch that or the Carolina Sports Plus fan page as well. Um, next week's video, there's only one. Uh, there's only one nation. There will be clips of that as well in that for our weekly video. Um, for those that are don't subscribe, make sure you guys subscribe to the One Ten Nation Sports Radio Network YouTube page. Um, amongst many other things, one of the things we do is every Saturday we produce a, a video that kind of uh, highlights throughout the week, little clips of what we got going on behind the scene, what we're doing, 
Um, and this is one of the things that's going to be thrown in there. For those who don't know, I spent 23 years in North Carolina. I want to say it used to be 104.5 The Heat, if I remember correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. For those that listen to hip-hop, R&B, and rap, you listen to Foxy 99. It was 99.1 FM or 104.5. I want to say it was the beat. Those, and actually, when I first got there, you also listened to 10, it was 107 point something, and that was actually back in the day when after a certain time, I want to say 10 or 11 o'clock, they actually played anything and everything. There was no bleeping, there was no, there was no, there was, mm-hmm. it was all parental advisory music back then, um, and it finally had to shut that down, but uh, yeah, it blew my mind when I first moved to North Carolina, and you could hear cussing and everything on the radio, uh, mm-hmm. but they eventually cut that out, but those were two of the that uh, we listened to uh, when I was in uh, in North Carolina. Um, how did that come about? Uh, do you know um, the DJ um, or is he a customer of yours? How, how did it come about that you uh, no. uh, become a, a kind of a frequent flyer at the 104.5 studios? It kind of it kind of happened uh, maybe about a year and a half ago. But I've been knowing a couple of DJs that's been uh, you know DJing up there. But you know I got a, a commercial commercial going. You know, as far as uh, Carolina Sports Plus, and uh, I already had one interview, one interview before the last one. You know, it was kind of good little vibe, and uh, he hit he hit me up. The DJ hit me up maybe last week and uh, said if I want if I want to stop in and same Tuesday, and then uh, I'll be back again in two weeks. DJ hit me, DJ me and DJ link back up, and uh, we're gonna do something again in another two weeks. Got you, got you. Uh, and, and speaking of being in the 104.5 studio and clips of it, one of the clips I've seen was Mario talking about the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat Eastern Conference Final. Um, honestly, once the Miami Heat went up 3 nothing, or even jumped out to a lead, I, I started questioning if there was even a chance. Um, and, and there was even points, especially after game three, when we watched the Boston Celtics just quit after the third quarter and didn't even try in the fourth quarter. Um, the, I, I had little confidence at all that there was a chance at all. And then you watch Boston, oh, don't let us win one, win one. Oh, don't let us win two, one, two. I, I, I'm not going to lie, once we got to where the series was 3-3, I wasn't necessarily so confident, especially Game mm-hmm. 7 being in Boston, whether or not that the Boston Celtics were going to make history and the Miami Heat were going to end up being part of history in not such a good way. And for those that don't know, going into this year's Eastern Conference Final, any team that was up 3 nothing went on to win. They were 149-0. and zero. Um, And then, of course, the L.A. Lakers went ahead and went down three games to none, became, becoming the 150th, 150th team to lose after being down 3 nothing as they were swept. And so here we're sitting 150-0, going into game four. Everybody at that point for sure thought Miami was going to go ahead and lock things down. Um, 
I would say I wasn't necessarily surprised to see Miami lose a game, but I thought maybe it was going to be just one game. Let up, uh, we're going to win this, let's take it easy kind of thing. Um, I didn't expect this to go to game seven, which, of course, if Boston would have won this, it would have made history. They would have been the only team to come back from 3 nothing, And, of course, Miami would have been on the rescinding end of that being the only team to have a 3 nothing lead and uh, end up losing a series. Um, did you start to have any doubt? Did you start to question whether or not the Miami Heat was going to pull this off? Uh, when it when it got, I felt the same way. I felt the same way as you did. Once it got to three three, you know, and then and then the stats and the numbers start coming up, and history was talked about. You know, it's always a good. It's always a. It's always good to you know feel good for the underdog. You understand what I'm saying? Even though even though Miami was clearly the underdog going into Boston, but just Boston being down 0-3 and coming back, you know, and being able to see the opportunity of seeing history and uh, hopefully them getting back to the finals. But uh, it just didn't happen. I feel like they got a lot of holes. Say what? I was going to say, how crazy was it to know, even when Boston was down three nothing, they were still like the odds favorites to win it all. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think yeah. there was only maybe one point in this series mm. that Miami might have been the favorite at one point. I don't even know if they were a favorite at any point, but to know that Boston was down two games to none, three games down to none, and everybody still had them as the odds favorites to win, even knowing history was against them, that was probably the most craziest thing about this whole Eastern Conference final team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like I feel like even though Miami was the underdog and, and with all the the free agents and uh, undrafted players, you know, I, I can honestly say Boston does have a good, talented team as far as point guard going all the way down to the center and then coming coming in with the sixth man. You know what I mean? So the overall talent is there. You know what I mean? That's what kept them alive as far as saying, you know, they can win because the talent is there. You know, but I think I think a lot of people took Miami for granted. Jimmy Butler with the with the talking in the face, I think that was a big turnaround in the series. You know, if they can rewind mm-hmm. things, I bet I bet Williams did. I bet if they could rewind it, I bet Williams would have said what he said going down the court. You understand what I'm saying? Because if he didn't. You know, it, it, the series would have been different, but the overall talent is there in Boston. They just they just let everybody and for, down. And for those that missed it, that at one point a game, I want to say it was game two. It might have been game three. Uh, mm-hmm. Miami Heat or the Boston Celtics were up by nine points, and Williams had hit. I, I want to say it was a three pointer at that point in time, and decided mm-hmm. that it was in his best interest to talk smack all the way down the court in Jimmy Butler's face, who. Really, the only thing he did as he came down the face, he just had this grin smirk look on his face. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, Miami Heat wins the game. Um, and at that point, he thought it was a wrap. Um, we didn't expect Boston to finally come back to a 3-3 series. Um, but, yeah, that that was kind of the – Jimmy Butler kind of took over the rest of that game and erased that nine-point deficit. And, like I said, we watched Miami go on to win. Uh, do we think it's – 
a time for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to split. Is this duo uh, the best fit for the Boston Celtics? My, in my opinion, right. I just, just how it feels. I think Tatum is saying all the good words. You know, as far as publicly is stating that, you know, what I mean, we want, we want him back, but I don't think I don't think Brown wants to come back. I think Brown wants his own. You know, I think he kind of wants the role of uh, being the more dominant. Even though, even though Tatum is supposed to be, you know, even with the twisted ankle, you know, I think Brown really does want to go. I think he really does want to spread his wings and feel like see what he can do outside of Boston. But I just don't see why they would separate him. You know what I mean? Just because of how things went. I think they should add, try to add a couple more pieces, hopefully. But I think, I think, and it comes down to coaching too, because they they shoot a lot of threes just just to be shooting them. You know what I mean? And and obviously that's that's part of their game plan, and that's something that really needs to be corrected next year. To be honest, you know, more driving because all they do is shoot is threes. Now, when it comes to the whole Jalen Brown thing, I was not impressed in the playoffs. Um, I, I, no. I felt that there was there there was a lot for the Celtics to rethink. Um, I, I don't think that he lived up to the expectations. I don't think he played at a level that is a, that is needed to for the, mm-hmm. for the Celtics to go to the finals or even win an NBA Finals. Um, so I, I think it's going to be interesting to see and. And it's it's interesting you brought up that point because it kind of has first thought when you said he wants to be kind of basically the Batman of his own team. is That's what ended up killing basically Kyrie's career. thought he could be the Batman somewhere instead mm-hmm. of just staying and being Robin to LeBron yep. and let them continue yep. to win championships at Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they've won championships in Boston, but honestly, um, if you ain't got Tatum to carry you, I don't know if – if Jalen Brown is good enough to to be the Batman and have to carry someone else because on the days that Jason Tatum had bad games or his ankle hurt or whatever reason you want to throw out there, it's not like mm. Jalen Brown stepped up and, you know, assumed the role of being the, the dominant player. Um, it seems like even on the games that Tatum – you know, had whatever issues going on or not performing. It seemed like Brown even performed less. So that's going to be interesting. And speaking of the coach, I I know there's been a lot of questions throughout the year, and I think the coach was kind of thrown into that position because of the whole scandal Mm -hmm. of the previous head coach. Um, Mm -hmm. And when they were down 3-0, I I would have said without a doubt – that there should be a new head coach. I'd be shocked if he was not relieved of his duties in this offseason. But after watching them come back to a 3-3 series, I'm not going to say that I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm less confident that it's a for-sure deal. Um, there's, like I said in, in last week's show, there, there's a lot of things that – I'm not going to say a lot of things. There are some things that um, – well, there's a lot of things that I don't agree with that people got pissed off about. Um, the timeouts, you know, they, like, like I said last week's show, it's easy to play Monday, Monday, Monday morning quarterback. Well, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Um, yes, well, you know, if we would have called timeouts, then the momentum would have changed, or we could have called a play, or 
I, I don't think it changes anything. One, there's no guarantee you mm-hmm. calling a timeout is going to change the momentum. And just because, mm-hmm. just because you call a play, yes, statistically, you have a better chance of scoring, but it doesn't mean you're going to score. It doesn't mean that the momentum is going to change. All it means is your player's got to sit on the sideline for 30 seconds while you wrote up a play, and that's really the only thing that's guaranteed with the call on timeout. Um, when it came to the, the, that last play of the game, that Marcus Smart didn't end up getting the shot up a half a second earlier. Because if he would have got it up a half a second earlier, we wouldn't be having this conversation because Boston would have won the, the, the series. And also, mm-hmm. there would have been a question whether or not there should have been a timeout, a call, a play called, even though the players and the coach all said that was a play that was going to be rolled up anyway. They just didn't call a timeout. Did They just happened to already know what the play was going to be. And it was more of just lack of execution versus not calling on a timeout. Um, I, I, I think the only part that I didn't agree with that I really still have an ill feeling, and I think this may be a big factor into whether or not he has a job next year, is that fourth quarter. That that mm. important to me, important when it comes to career-wise, fourth quarter when none of your starters even tried. That none of your starters mm. went out there and played. And, and I'm still very big on this. You should have at least tried halfway through that period. If you didn't chip down the deficit, then yes, go ahead and sit the rest of it out, rest, get ready for the next game. But it is nothing for a team to go on an 18 nothing run, a 22 nothing run, mm. a 16-2 run, whatever the case may be in the NBA. And you were down, I understand you were down by like 30 points, but you didn't even put an effort to try to get a run with your starting players at home. Um, with your crowd mm-hmm. behind you, I, I have a big issue with the coach not forcing the players to get out there that everybody just gave up. That is a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, you can question things, but I'm sorry, unless you're in the heat of the moment in those predicaments and you make those decisions, you're really only second-guessing because you get the privilege of seeing the end results and assume that if you would have made a different choice, the end result would have been a different because you saw what the end result was from the decision of what the head coach made. Um, and we all can do that, and I, I'm not a fan of that because that's really not fair, especially the head coach, because anybody can second guess on anybody after it's already happened. Um, yeah. But do you think do you think the head coach is going to uh, be there in Boston next year? Uh, I think I think he stays just because of the contract he signed. You know, mid season. I don't I don't I don't really see. I don't really see Boston just giving a contract out, out there and, you know, giving it away after, you know, making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, you know. I think they'll mm-hmm. probably give him another run. But uh, I think he I think he still has some growing up to do as far as, you know, coaching, you know, when, when, when to play players. As far as the timeouts, you know what I mean, sometimes, you know, I mean, the timeouts make possession. Instead of, instead of having one possession, you can have two. You know, just little different things he needs to, you know, work on. Even even with the rotation coming in to to the to the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, I mean, he changed his lineup, you know, two times. You understand what I'm saying? Without nobody being injured, you know, what I mean, we already we already made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and now now we're changing now we're changing lineups. You understand what I'm saying? So obviously that has a factor. You know, that leans with coaching and 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 filling your team out, but. You know, do they, do they want to play with him? Play for the coach? You know, maybe that we haven't really heard from the players in general. 
as far as how they felt about the coach. You know, we hear, we you're hear true. a lot well, yeah. about, you're, you're, you know, exactly. you know, we haven't heard, yeah, we haven't, we haven't really heard anything come out saying, you know, this is a coach that, that we want to play for. You understand what I'm saying? Just because cool. of how he was thrown into the situation. So we don't, we don't really know how the team really feels, you know, their game plan was shooting threes all the time. So he has some maturing to do, but I think he's safe. I agree. And, and... I, I've never, I never thought about that. And you, you brought up an interesting fact that none of the players have gone to bat or said that they don't want to play either mm-hmm. way. Like everybody's been quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that is also a very important factor into whether or not he continues coaching for this team or not, is whether or not the players want to play for him, um, or, or whether or not they want to move on. They don't feel that's a good fit. Um, so I, I definitely agree. Um, I want to say that he's not going to be there, but I, I don't see anything that really shows me why he shouldn't have a have another season, a full season, an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he got an opportunity to learn some things. Maybe he takes what he learned in this this season and carries it on to the next season. Um, I, I just don't – other than that fourth quarter, which I just really sits bad in my mouth, outside of that, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think there was anything that he did or called or didn't call that – is the reason why they didn't make it to the finals. No. Other than no, that, uh, it, no, that uh, and I'm not going to say that fourth quarter would have made a difference. I just don't mm-hmm. like the fact that everybody just gave up at home and the game yeah. wasn't over. It's it, it just yeah. too easy to have long runs. Mm-hmm. Um, outside yeah. of that, I don't think, and like I said, I don't, I'm not going to say that that would have made a difference and they would have turned it around. You should have tried. But there's nothing that says, well, you know, if he would have done that, they, they would have went on. Or if he would have done this, they would have won. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing that sticks out that says that was just absolutely the reason that was horrible. There's none of that. Um, and yeah. so I, even though I wouldn't be shocked that if they decide to move on, I also would be um, – I wouldn't be surprised if they brought him back and let him build off and continue the, the build, the team and the relationship that he has with the team. Um, so we got our Eastern Conference final champion. We got our Western Conference final champion. And at, at least at my end, there's going to be no no disrespect to Jimmy Butler at all. But mm-hmm. there's no piece of me at all that thinks that seven undrafted players, Jimmy Butler, past his prime Kyle Lowry, past his mm-hmm. prime Kevin Love, and a 20-year vet that wouldn't even come off the bench for 30 seconds to give his fans what he wanted has them. I, and there's nothing about that that says they're going to beat the Denver Nuggets or even this be a competitive NBA Finals. The only thing mm. that I can hope and pray for is that all the games that are played are not blowout games, that it's at least mm. somewhat competitive. But I, I don't – if this goes past five games, I would be shocked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like uh, I, honestly, I kind of, I'm kind of, I'm on the, I'm on the Denver, I'm on the Denver train as far as the 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 better overall team. You know, Miami's Miami's coming in with momentum. You know, what I mean hype. You know, what I mean postseason success. As far as this season, even even last last couple last couple postseasons, but as far as this one right here, you know they they got some good momentum. You know, uh, the first game, you know, is gonna be a it's gonna be a test. You know, we're gonna see how how you know the layoff with Denver sweeping the Lakers. You know, all them days off. You know, is that is that gonna play a factor? You know, of course. And uh, is is Martin gonna keep hitting them big shots because? Jimmy Butler is good, you know what I mean? Jimmy Butler was great, you know, during the moments that he was needed in the game. But as far as overall, Martin played a really big, a huge role in, in the series that he was just in. You know, hopefully, let's see if he can still stay on track. But Denver is a little bit different than Boston, you know what I mean? Denver has a lot more defensive players as far as, you know, with – uh. They're they're deep. They're they're eight or nine deep with uh with Jokic in the middle. You know, if if Miami can stay out of foul trouble, hopefully they, hopefully they can stand a chance. But Denver really is a good team. I I, I don't want to take I don't want to take Miami's you know good run away. So I, like I said yesterday, I, I say I say a six. You know, hard six, maybe five. But I give them I give them two games. You know, what I mean they may they may catch the first one coming out or. They may, may catch that third one, so I say four. First two. of all, they're not catching the first one coming out because the Denver Nuggets have had all the rest in the world, and Miami yep. let their series drag out forever. Um, I, yeah. I just the whole matchup. Um, I, of course, Tyler yeah, Hero match, yeah. may be able to return for this uh, for this series, which would be a big addition to the Miami Heat. But let's be honest, um, the Joker and even Aaron Gordon are going to wear down the 100-year-old Al Horford. Mm. Um, You've you got Jamal Murray, who's been playing phenomenal this year in the playoffs. Michael Porter's been stepping up. you got veterans like Jeff mm. Green out there for um, yep. the Denver Nuggets. I just don't see... Kevin Love is not the young Kevin Love that's going to give you – he'll give you minutes, but not the quality minutes that you're going nope. to need and the physicality you're going to need against the Joker or Aaron Gordon. Um, you got seven undrafted players, and even though there's been different times, different ones have stepped up, you're, you're talking about, what, four easily – all-stars on the Denver Nuggets with Joker, Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, and Porter in these playoffs. I just don't I, – I don't see the matchup faring well um, for the uh, Miami Heat out the gate, but then the rest factor. The fact that my, uh, the Denver Nuggets have had basically a whole week just to sit around and, and kind of get rested up for this and be fresh while Denver's series, you know, drug out as long as it did. Um, I, I just don't – I don't see it. There's some, there's some uh, interesting news that just dropped. It's, it's saying that uh, – I mean, not to get off topic. You know what I mean? I understand NBA Finals, but it is kind of interesting just looking at it. It, it states that uh, Shannon Sharp has reached a buyout with FSM1 and Undisputed that ends his partnership with Skip Bayless. That's, that's kind of interesting. It is. And that was one of the topics I eventually wanted to get into. I didn't know if it was going to be today or okay. not. 
Um, okay. And, and people in sports, sports, what word am I looking for? Sports heads, sports talk hosts that we like, we don't like. And this is going to be a conversation in one of mm-hmm. our shows. Because um, there's a couple of them I just can't stand. I would never, I, I never, and Skate Bill, Skate, Skate, there we go. Skip Bills is one of them that I just can't stand. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I, I'm not surprised. I really, honestly, ever since that whole, um, what was that tweet that Skate, Skip Bayless did? What was, I forget oh, the incident. About, uh, about uh, oh boy, with the, the heart attack on the, on the field. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Ever since yeah. then, you, you kind of knew that that was the beginning yeah. of the end. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah. Shannon I Sharp. Think, yeah did not play with that. And uh, I didn't think they were going to make miss. I honestly, at that point, no. I thought uh, that was the end of it. I didn't. Did not. Yeah. And Shannon Sharp bit his tongue, was the bigger man of it, and went ahead on mm-hmm. and did his job. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I am honestly surprised it took to this long for them to go to separate, separate ways after that because I, I, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not surprised. I it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Say that. yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not surprised either. You know what I mean. One thing that uh, Skip Bayless gets away with, you know what I mean, being a good, a great—not want to say great reporter, but a good reporter during his time with the Bulls. You understand what I'm saying? Because he had so much mm-hmm. access around Chicago. You know that really gave him a good name. You understand what I'm saying? But as far as the overall, you know, package of Skip Bayless, he, he kind of jumps. He kind of jumps. In the in the spaces or talks about spaces that he really don't need to talk about just because he's never been an athlete. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. where that's where I get where you know with Stephen A. Smith, him. You know they 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 get real loose with their tongues when it comes to you know athletes and talking about them. I understand everybody has their own opinion, just like we have our, just like we have our opinion on this show. But they they mm-hmm. sometimes they. They get to reach in where it kind of it kind of makes them look, you know, kind of bad, you know. And and with with Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp got history. He's a he's a Hall of Fame tied in. You know, we we physically, no matter the age group now, you know, we 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 seen a light of of Shannon Sharp. You know, from from the people mm-hmm. that's our age or older. You know, we saw him play with Baltimore. We saw him play with Denver. And with the younger crowd, with the younger crowd, they saw him play at the end and maybe retire and then jump into all this. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, Shannon Sharp sometimes, you know, as far as basketball. Yeah, you know, he's a LeBron fan. He's going to root for LeBron. He got his back. Speaking of which, you see that little mm-hmm. beef he's got with, uh, what was that, one of Kobe's? Ex teammates uh, Brown or whatever, oh, yeah. and yeah, him, yeah. Uh, him and his yep. little Instagram talking about calling uh, yeah. Sharp a yeah. fanboy and all that. Boy, yeah, fanboy. <laughs> yeah, you can check you can check that out at Caroline Sports Plus. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. That was that was definitely. Is that where I saw that? Uh, interrupt your stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was, was kind of you know, you know, non filtered. You understand what I'm saying? ESPN or you know, different networks can play. What he said, you understand what I'm saying? But just overall, hearing it, hearing it physically, what he said and how he said it was very, very, very entertaining. Was it? Was some point of it true? You, you can honestly say it was. You understand what I'm saying? But you know, his comedian about it, you know, call him out his name, 
you know, and going all in on them, it was funny. But honestly, the more you think about it, you know, it was true. There's no harm with Shannon Sharp. Sometimes we make a mistake. Sometimes we get joked on. Some people, sometimes people joked on him. This is just, this is just the right time where I felt like Kwame Brown was right in this scenario because all he did, all he did say was LeBron James doesn't have any really go-to moves. You know what I mean? So it was very entertaining. Which, which, which is funny because this kind of transitions perfectly into another topic uh, that I wanted to talk to. Another big topic, mm-hmm. um, and, and talking about fanboy, and I, I tell you what, this whole. Mm-hmm. LeBron, Michael Jordan thing, and, and I talked about this on the early, early drive. For those that don't catch it, um, make sure as you guys check out our YouTube channel, the 110 Nation Sports mm-hmm. Radio Network. Um, I try to do it every morning. There's not, a usual, there's not always a topic every morning, and I've hit it every day this week. Um, and my drive-in between 2 and 4 in the morning, I have nothing else better to do in my 15-minute drive. So, I usually have thoughts to myself and kind of talk to myself on the way in to entertain myself on the way in, even though I'm going up 75 and everything else. Usually at that time frame, there's hardly anybody out. Well, I've taken this opportunity to do videos and we call it the early, early drive. And Monday morning was talking about LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Um, and I think we briefly talked about, or we did talk about this last week, the, mm-hmm. the insanity of this whole debate, especially now that LeBron was swept out of the Western Conference Championship. Um, mm-hmm. and so this is one of the topics I got into. I got into a NASCAR, NASCAR topic one of the other mornings that I forget um, what I got into Tuesday mornings. I think this morning was the NASCAR topic. Um, I forget what Tuesday morning was about anyway. Um, it might have been, I think it was the Boston, uh, Miami um, stuff. But anyway, Everybody has their goats, goats unquote. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everybody, yeah. but I don't. I hate, yeah. literally hate the goat conversation um, because mm-hmm. unless you watch all these who you consider to be great play at the same time at the same competition on the same rules under the same all scenarios, COVID and everything else, you can't have a legitimate or a literal goat conversation because Things are different for whatever reason. Um, I firmly believe that Jordan was the best of his time. There was a stint that Kobe was the best of his time. LeBron took over being the best of his time. And honestly, I don't know if I would be still willing to put anybody in front of LeBron at this point. Even 20 years into the league, um, he is still probably the best, if not second best. Maybe you could put Giannis in there, maybe KD, if you want to, but LeBron still top three easily in all time at this point in time, great at the current time. But anyway, yeah, I was sitting thinking about mm-hmm. stuff earlier today. In, in, in spite of the whole conversation, say we got an opportunity. Now, I will, I, I will admit that I've had a little bit more. I didn't put a lot of thought into it. Now, this was I mm-hmm. took a shower at seven thirty. Thought mind frame, so. I might have had 15 minutes more to think about this than you did, and I've sprung this on. Nobody here, the, Mario did not know that I'm coming up with this today. Um, so, mm-hmm. But I've not really put more thought into it. Say you are – I'm not going to necessarily say an agent. Say you have an agency, and you have mm-hmm. an opportunity and it's where I've not put a lot of thought in because I don't know who my second person would be necessarily or who's the third person, and you'll, re- you'll know what I'm saying here in a minute. Say you have an agency, and you, 
you are basing your agency future, the success of it, how you, your children, your children's children, your children's children on down get to live wealthy the rest of their life or not wealthy the rest of their life, you get to start off with three players. You get to start off with two great, great players who you feel would best build your business or best build your agency, and you're also got to bet on one player that is now current a future player, um, someone that is maybe no more than two, three years into whatever league um, that you are, whatever league they're in. Um, so, you know, you're Josh Allen's or you're um, – I just drew a blank. I can see his face, Mahomes. Um, Lamar Jackson's or, you know, anybody, baseball, hockey, whatever the case may be, who would your three people be that you would build what they – to them you get the opportunity to already know their success, what they meant to their sport. And I'll go first. I'll throw out my first one. If I was at an agency and I'm building my entire legacy, my base in my future, my number one go-to would be Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. What he did for golf, mm-hmm. what he did mm-hmm. to put Nike mm-hmm. on golf, the, the, mm-hmm. I, I would say the seats he filled, but there's not necessarily seats, but mm-hmm. the standing people that were at golfing tournaments all the time um, when he was in his prime was phenomenal, something we had never seen uh-huh. before. We will never yep. see again. We don't even see now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see a mm-hmm. bump in popularity when he's trying to give it another run at it. I think he's done. I think he's yeah. trying to hold on to something and wants to go out on top. I think if he mm-hmm. makes one good solid run at it and wins some tournaments and gets made ranked good, he would call it quits. And I think that's the only thing he's hanging on to is he doesn't want to go out the way he's happy. He's happening to go out, I think it's done. But if I had uh, my first pick on a, a, out of these three people to build my my agency, what they meant to the sport, what they did to the popularity of the sport, the sponsors, the television coverage, even the barriers. Let's talk, the mm. fact that there was hardly any black golfers ever. Tiger Woods mm-hmm. enter the scene, and there's black golfers and Hispanic mm-hmm. golfers and Chinese golf. You name it. There's everything. Um, Tiger mm-hmm. Woods would be my A number one person that I would build my agency around. Who would you be your first mm-hmm. pick? No, no, Tiger. I'm not. That's 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 one great. That's one great player. One great golfer. You name as far as number one. And there's no doubt that Tiger Woods is definitely on my top three. But there's no way that I'm not taking Michael Jordan. You know, even though <laughs> yes, I am a Michael. Yes, I am a Michael Jordan fan. Yes, I did watch him, you know what I mean, win all his championships. But the overall value that he brings, that he done brought to NBA, shoes, basketball, you know, from the Coke commercials, I mean, from the McDonald's commercials to the Gatorade commercials to his, his own shoe commercials, you understand what I'm saying? I'm taking Michael Jordan, but I can honestly say that Tiger Woods would be number two. So, like Mike, but first, I want to be, yeah. like like, yeah, be, yeah, be like Mike. I want to be, I want to be like Mike. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I remember watching little DVDs right, of VHS tapes. <laughs> I, I probably, honestly, Jordan would probably be number two on my list, but okay. um, out of sportsmanship of this, I, I don't want us to have repetitive mm-hmm. players. 
or repetitive okay. athletes. Okay. I want to go to a different angle. So Jordan probably would be number two. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I LeBron should probably be number three, but I'm going to go outside the box for this mm. just because. Just mm. I'm okay. going to go with, and I, I despise this athlete with every fiber yeah. in my body. Uh-huh. To this day, uh-huh. I even dislike his uh-huh. son still because of this yeah. this athlete. Okay. Dale Sr. Okay. What he has yeah. done for NASCAR. Yeah. Seven championships, mm-hmm. 22 years yeah. after his death, and we yeah. still compare everybody to Dale Sr. And what he has done yeah. for that uh, sport, the merchandise, yeah. the rules, everything. I, I, yeah. I would be willing to put my – and that is the oddest two to build a franchise uh, 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 agency around. Tiger Woods, okay. the black golfer, and Dale Jr., Dale Sr., the most country white driver there is, to be my mm-hmm. two that's going to be together. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would build you, – you're talking an icon. You're, you're talking mm-hmm. the, probably the biggest driver to ever race in NASCAR. I would take him just out just out of the box. Now I know that Jordan would probably be if we if I was just going to go, doing it without just trying to be repetitive, and LeBron should probably be my number two. But I, I want to go uh-huh. outside the box for a minute, and I want uh-huh. to take a gamble that what what he has meant to that sport, and what he still means to that sport today, and the conversations that people still have about that man today. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. with Dale Senior. Okay. That, that, that's 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 a good one. That's a good one. I kind of I kind of thought about you this weekend when I was I actually watched a little bit of Coca Cola Six Hundred. You know what I mean? Just trying to just trying to uh, bring adversity to you know the, our topics. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as NASCAR, you know I I, I I do have as far as being being a black man, I do have times where. You know, I have watched NASCAR. You understand what I'm saying? I wouldn't say I sat there and watched the whole race. I sat there and I, I didn't watch plenty of half the races. You understand what I'm saying? But as far as my NASCAR driver, I feel like Jeff Gordon. You know, when he was when he gotcha. was out there, that 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 was my driver. Now, if the race if racing gotcha. was on, I, I would be locked in to Jeff Gordon. And the only reason why I'm saying Jeff Gordon. Is just to step out the box. Of course, you know I would have picked Tom Brady, maybe. As far as mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick him as my second pick. I would pick him as my third behind Tiger Woods. But just to step out the box, since you did racing, I wanted to do racing too. But I will honestly say I I always been a Jeff Gordon fan during that time. Now. Uh... So, in, in all actuality, we would have done the same. We would have done Jordan and, and Tiger Woods. So, I think mm-hmm. uh, we would be sitting real well. And even with a, uh, with a Jeff Gordon and a Dale, uh, Dale Sr., we're sitting really good still anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and true story. And uh, one, I, I was a Gordon fan when he used to drive the number one car in the, in the Bush Grand National days back before it became the Nationwide Series, Xfinity Series. Um, I was one of those. I got tired of seeing the same person win. To me, NASCAR is a little mm-hmm. bit different than any other sport. I could watch, or I wish I could watch, the Browns win every weekend because there's still, yeah. what, 14 or 13 other games or whatever other games are going on. And, and NASCAR, yeah. you only got one race. I don't want to watch the same person win every weekend because I only got one race to watch. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, so I became a Gordon fan before he came in the Cup Series. Then I got tired of watching him all the time, so I became a Jimmy Johnson fan. Of course, what happens? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson becomes a winner all the time, and so I got tired of watching him win all the time. Then I became mm-hmm. a rowdy um, Kyle Busch fan, and I don't get tired of watching him win all the time um, because he does the whole bow pretty much saying F you. So I find it entertaining. Um, but I have a friend, um, Devlin. Devlin Sherrod. I call him Teletubby. He's a, a really heavy set mm-hmm. black guy, and he's a Baltimore mm-hmm. Ravens fan, and so anytime he wears his Baltimore Ravens jersey, I call him the purple Teletubby. Um, he hates it when I call him that, but anytime mm-hmm. I said we, we comment back and forth on Facebook or anything, I'm like, hey, Teletubby, and he's like, thank you, you're Teletubby. Uh, but uh, he used to come in when we have, like, on the weekends, I worked at Brooklyn Pizzeria in Fayetteville in the Utah Shopping Center. He would come in and make fun of the NASCAR race, being on the race on Sunday. So I'm like, left turn, left turn. Mm-hmm. And he had an opportunity to go with me. I went ahead and took him, took him with me when the, ra- the, the, color, the truck series came back to Rockingham, um, the Rock, um, right there, right outside Southern Pines. And he went with me. And he thought, hands down, that was one of the coolest things that he had ever got to do. Uh, no longer did I have to hear the left-hand joke. Uh, and as a matter of fact, that next season, he actually bought us all-star race tickets for the race at Charlotte for me and him to go to. And he became a NASCAR fan after that. Um, but, uh, yeah, he used, to, he used to make fun. All I would hear is left turn, left turn, because I was mm-hmm. a comedian. He used to do it, trying to be funny. Um now, let's go with an up-and-coming. Um, I'm going to have to go a little more easy on this one because um, I went outside the box with my Dale Sr., even though I I feel very confident in the merchandising and the copyrights and everything that I would have gotten paid as an agency off the Dale Sr. stuff. I want to go ahead and feel very secure in my kids and my kids' kids and my kids' kids, or I guess that would be my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren's future. Um, a star that an athlete that's still at the beginning of their career that I feel that I would make a lot of money off of. I'm going to go with Patrick uh, Mahomes. Oh, um, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I'm going to take most the easy one on that one. Yeah. <laughs> What athlete? What athlete did you got? Um, I, I'm assuming uh, the Patrick Mahomes would be an easy one for you as well. Try to think outside the yeah. box on a young athlete that you would be willing to throw in there to uh, secure your your children, your grandchildren's future. There. Uh, was you taking Patrick Mahomes as far as the NBA? You know, without without. You know, the Curry, you know, he's he's in the LeBron James era, so I want to say that, you know, NBA is kind of is kind of tricky. You know, you can go with Cincinnati, Burrow, but he ain't really winning, but he does a, he does a good job losing. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? So, he, you know, he, 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 he has a good game. He has a good game with him, you know. But uh, it's kind of hard as far as off the head. I would say uh, – Step out of the box. I still, I, I would say, I would say, uh, Judge from the Yankees. Uh, I think uh, there you go. With with Judge doing, you know, what he did, what he did last year for New York, and then actually signing back 
with New York and uh, breaking, you know, Beirut and all them records they got up there, you know, that's been up there for a long time. I feel mm-hmm. like he can still, I think he can still take it to another level, you know, as far as what he fit, what he got going on now. So I would say, uh, I would say Judge out, out, out the Yankees. Yeah, Judge. Got mm-hmm. you. I like that. I like that. Uh, I think anyway we went, we would be sitting real good. And uh, I think our mm-hmm. children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and our great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-children would be loving us right now uh, if that was ever the case. Um, but uh, that, honestly, I think it would probably boil down to uh, Jordan, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. maybe Aaron Judge, and maybe one other person if we were just trying to think outside of the box, um, even with the Jeff yeah. Gordon and Dale Sr. and what they've done in their sport, respectively, and Jeff Gordon still doing in the sport as a VP or president or whatever he is of Hendrick Motorsports, um, you're, you're mm-hmm. still sitting really good, and his part ownership of Hendrick Motorsports and the 48 team and everything he's got going on. Um we got a few minutes to get things wrapped up. Phenomenal show. Had a great time. I want to few, throw a few things out there before we get wrapped up. Um, a, make sure that you guys go over to www.the110nation sports radio network. There you can catch our blogs, our shows, our schedules, marketing partners, videos, you name it. And also you can catch the links to all the different platforms we are mm-hmm. on, if it be iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Spreaker, uh, yeah, Spreaker, uh, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcasts, Podchasers, YouTube, you name it, there's a, a tab for you to click on and send you over that. You can then, therefore, follow the show over there on those platforms, or if you just want to go to those platforms, say you have iHeartRadio on your phone or Spotify on your phone, if you just Google the 110 Nation, um, it'll take you there. Follow the show. That way you can catch our shows on those platforms. Um, Don't forget to make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Mm -hmm. We are all working very hard of producing content, um, building this network so we can continue to upgrade and have bigger and better things going on here at the 110 Nation and continue to expand. Um, I will be personally one tomorrow night at the Phrase, um, pro, the, the, yeah, the Phrase Pavilion. It's the K99 for anybody that's local to me, the Dayton, Dayton Ohio area. K99's 34th birthday bash. Um, we got tickets to that. We will be out there. Friday night, we'll be at the Day Air Ballpark for the Dayton Dragons, a high A affiliation of the Cincinnati Reds. Next weekend, I will be in North Carolina. I get in Friday night. Um, it'll probably be a later evening tonight uh, arrival. We'll hang out with the, uh, the, with the daughter, the grandson, do all that stuff on Saturday. Sunday, uh, Mario and myself are actually going to meet up. We're going to shoot a couple mm-hmm. promo videos. Um, to have a couple things to put on Facebook to promote the show, promote the network and everything. So looking forward to that and be making my way back down, Mario. Between now and next Wednesday's show, do you have anything you have going on um, to throw out there? Oh, yes, yes, most definitely. We'll be uh, For all the local listeners that's, that's around my area, we'll be at the Hope Fest and Carnival 
uh, starting tomorrow all the way through the 11th. You know, depending on the weather, we'll be out there on the good days. You know, on the rainy days, we ain't going to be out there. Cause, but uh, I would like to give a shout-out to Angel Munoz. He got some good things coming on soon. You know, he's he's a good good boxer out, out of uh, Spring Lake. So I uh, definitely want to give a shout-out to him. But overall, uh, have a great weekend. And uh, see you next week. All right. All right, before we get out of here, though, well, we got some things to take care of. Let them know where they can yeah. find Carolina Sports Plus, physically, Facebook, uh, websites, all that stuff. Okay, you can check us out at carolinasportsplus.com. You can like us on Facebook, Instagram. You can check us out on YouTube. And like you said, we got some good raffles going on. That'll be on the 9th. And we'll be out there vending at the Hope Festival and Carnival tomorrow all the way through the 11th. Also, Tuesday nights on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, you guys can catch Race Chat Live, 8 o'clock. Um, phenomenal show last night. I'm working on some clips from that show. We will get them on our YouTube channel so you get to catch different clips, um, see what you like, see if you guys want to tune in for a show on Tuesday night. Also, Taz, um, Taz the Tasmanian. Um, he has the 110 Nation Racing Experience Series. Will be making his debut on the uh, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network YouTube channel Monday night. Um, it's a six race um, series. It's a I basically like an I race simulated series. Um, it had good reviews and, and a lot of attraction the first time he did a few things with it. So we got 12 drivers. I will be in one of the cars. Mario is in one of the cars. Um, we'll, we'll be simulating one of the cars. We're going to see how the story unfolds and see how the races are going to be two heats and a feature, um, six different tracks. We're looking to see how the drama and the points and the racing unfolds. So looking forward to that. But you guys can catch that um, starting June 5th every Monday night for the six, six race series season. Uh, make sure you guys like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports, our Instagram, the underscore 110 Nation, or 110 underscore Nation. Um, so make sure you guys check that out as well on Twitter, at 110 Nation. We will be back here next Wednesday night. We'll be talking NBA Finals. And then we're going to start be, uh, we're gonna start working our way into the NFL as we're starting to get more and more headlines, such as DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins and where he's going to land. Um, the insanity that Lamar Jackson thinks he's going to throw the ball more, or at least be accurate with it, um, and more topics. So we're getting closer to the NFL season, so there's going to be more in the works with that as well. NHL season's wrapping up, and baseball season's getting ready to get hot and heavy. I've seen some uh, interesting plays and some interesting things as we're going to get into that as well. So looking forward to being back here next Wednesday night, um, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio network um trying to think if there's anything else before we get wrapped up i think that knocks everything out um like i said make sure you guys subscribe to the youtube channel and uh until next time